Manx Radio Sport. Good evening and welcome back to Friday Sport Preview on Manx Radio. Rob Pritchard and the team here with you until 6.30pm to take a look at the sporting action coming up on the island this weekend. So, coming up tonight... The two Premier League frontrunners are on the road and a potentially poignant top-of-the-table clash in Division 2 are on the cards amongst the latest Manx football fixtures. There's set to be a long-awaited home return for Vagabonds ladies in Manx rugby, as well as a tricky task on the road in the Regional 2 Northwest for Douglas. And in Isle of Man hockey, the spotlight is firmly focused on the semi-finals of the five cup competitions, with all teams just one step away from a potential spot in a final. That is all to come this evening. Hello and welcome back to the latest edition of Friday Sport Preview here on Manx Radio. Taking a look at all the sporting action coming up on the Isle of Man in football, rugby and hockey this coming Saturday and Sunday. Well, it has been a torrid day in terms of weather on the Isle of Man and we'll be praying to the gods that it doesn't have too much effect on the fixtures across the sports tomorrow. And included in that, of course, is the footballing side of things. And we can bring in Tony Mepp. And Tony, very good evening. It is going to have to be a fingers crossed situation, I think, isn't it? <laughs> You've just taken the words out of my mouth, um, Rob, because uh, when I came into the studio, the rain's outside and uh, a little bit more tonight and possibly some tomorrow. So, yeah, we could do. I just thought that dry spell was the start of um, summer coming, uh, but uh, at the moment it's not helping us at all and we just need to get a good run of fixes going and hopefully it'll sort itself out tomorrow. Well, speaking of the weather, just for anyone who hasn't seen it at the moment, there has been a yellow weather warning issued by Ronaldsway Met Office uh, for ice and further hill snow. And the areas likely to be affected are roads over higher ground of around 1,000 to 1,400 feet and above. Uh, that yellow notice came into force at 3 p.m. today and runs until 10 a.m. tomorrow. So please just do that, bearing in mind, if you are out and about across the island tonight and early tomorrow morning. Well, let's take a look at the sporting fixtures taking place this weekend, starting as ever with the footballing side of things. A complete return to league action this weekend and uh, some uh, big ties once again as we uh, come into the uh, crunch phase, I think we should probably call it, in the footballing season. In the Canada Life Men's Premier League, the two frontrunners, um, Peel and Air United, they faced off uh, last weekend. Uh, Tony, that match was um, abandoned in the second half. Um, Have we had any update on that particular fixture? Yeah, it was dealt with uh, last night by the league management uh, committee and uh, the game was abandoned on 84 minutes at uh, 2-2. Uh, the league management uh, kitty's uh, decision was that it would remain. So the score two two remains, and that's uh, that's it. And it was uh, across the board. You know, the committee uh, just looked at it carefully, uh, but uh, with sort of the game near enough finished. I know, um, you know, one club would have benefited and one would have lost. Uh, it's just one of those things. Uh, but you know, with eighty four minutes played, it's it's near enough done and dusted. Rob, I know a lot of things can happen in six minutes uh, and it's just a shame that a player seriously got injured but um, you know it's football it's going to happen and um, we wish a speedy recovery to Harry Weatherall. Indeed we do wishing him a full and speedy recovery well let's take a look then at the fixtures in the Canada Life Men's Premier League and across the other divisions this weekend all kicking off at 2.30pm starting off in the Canada Life Men's Premier League we'll start over at Glen Crutchery Road where St George's are coming up against St Mary's Tony Yeah and it's uh, we keep talking about it each week now Rob don't we because uh, you know as you rightly say it's squeaky bum time but it's more you know clubs just trying to survive in the uh, Canada Life Premier League and if St George's could get something out of this then uh, it would really help them but 
uh, squad news. I haven't got it yet at the moment. So, uh, Johnny, when you're ready, uh, we'll have a look, see how strong they're going to be. But I think uh, St Mary's, certainly since the start of uh, 2024, have, have looked pretty good, to be fair. Uh, one game against Braddon, struggled a little bit, but still got the three points, and that's the main thing. So Alex Harrison will be happy enough with the way things are going. And I just think with the way the forwards are playing, defensively look well marshaled by Carl Clark. I think uh, St Mary's will take the victory. Well, as you've uh, just mentioned a couple of moments ago, that uh, big top-of-the-table clash uh, that was abandoned with just a couple of minutes ago between Peel and Air United, uh, the scoreline was at 2-2. That result will stand. So that means uh, Peel remain top of the Canada Life Men's Premier League, a three-point gap over Air United, who still have two games in hand. Coming on to Air United, they're on the road tomorrow, away against struggling Braddon. Yeah, and it is. And, um, you know, good luck to uh, Braddon because it's their centenary dinner tomorrow. So uh, well done to them. 100 years, absolutely fantastic. And, uh, OK, find it tough going in the Premier League. And uh, A United have just got to sort of see what sort of squad they're going to have uh, because uh, certainly uh, Harry Best, who scored that first goal last week, I think he's missing uh, tomorrow. Uh, also, uh, as we said before, the injury to Harry Weatherall takes him out. So they're going to have to shift uh, players around. But I th- still think they're strong enough. Uh, the bench was uh, pretty strong. You've always got Nick Hurt there to bring in. He can play in most positions. Uh, but uh, Braddon uh, would love to try and get something out of it. They've got uh, young players like Dan Conrad coming through the system, playing really well. And just looking at the whole team in, in future, they're going to have a really good team, Braddon. But at the moment, it's just a learning process for them. And against Air, I just think Air will be too strong. And then out at Glen Road, Laxey, they'll be hosting St John's United. Yeah, and there's always a battle between these two uh, teams. And uh, St John's, I know that uh, Sam Brown was impressed with the performance uh, last week. Uh, they got it all together and, um, you know, scored the goals that they needed to. And uh, when you <coughs> excuse me, look at their forward line, uh, it's really good going forward defensively. They've looked strong. Uh, good goalkeeper, whoever may play in there for them. Uh, so... Uh, Johnny Palmer knows it's going to be difficult for them. But again, he's got a rich vein of quality players in there. Whatever his squad is, uh, it always sort of, um, you know, plays well. It plays football how it should be done. And I'm going to go for Laxey to take the three points. And then this next fixture up in the north of the island of the Balaclone Stadium is uh, one that you and I looked at and thought yeah. this could be this could be an intriguing tie, at least on paper. Uh, Ramsey hosting Russian United. Yeah, Ramsey in fourth position, uh, Russian in seventh, but they're not too far uh, behind them. When I say that, uh, you know, they're on uh, 21 points, Russian. But, you know, when you look at the start that Russian had and they've only played the 16 games, uh, they've turned it round pretty well. Andrew Moody's done a, a good job on them and uh, there's quality players in there. So, uh, you know, Russian will be looking to try and take the points away from Ramsey. But there's great atmosphere up at uh, Balaclone at the moment. And I just think that Anthony Cooper's team will prove too strong for a Russian. And that's why I go for Ramsey to win. Very well. Then out at Gary Moore, we mentioned one of the title contenders, A United, away at Braddon. Well, Peel leading the way at the moment. They're going to be heading to Union Mills. Tony, do you see any shining light, I suppose, for Union Mills in this game? It's been a tough season for them so far up against uh, Peel, who just don't show any signs of slowing down at the moment. No, they don't. And I think um, Peel last week, fair play to them. First 45 minutes, struggled a little bit, 2-0 down. And then in the second half, they got uh, the two goals uh, and, and were playing well. But then, you know... <laughs> Simbin for uh, Luke Doherty and that just sort of put them under a little bit of uh, pressure but no they're scoring plenty of goals when you look at the goal difference for them you know 57 that just says it all uh, Uni Mills great uh, result for them last seven days ago got the three points that's what Ryan Kelly needed from his players and if they can play the same they can maybe cause problems for Peel but I think Peel might just have one or two players back Lee Gale probably back Paul Whitehead might be available I think Peel will be too strong 
and running off the Canada Life Men's Premier League over the Memorial <laughs> Playing Fields. Moran, they'll be hosting Douglas Royal. Yeah, and this is, uh, you know, when you look at the bottom of the table, uh, Moran in there, and uh, you've got Douglas Royal above them in eighth place. But uh, Douglas Royal, when they sort of missing one or two players, it does seem to go against them, and they concede an awful lot of goals. Uh, Moran, again, we say it for the last two or three weeks, they need points. Last week it didn't happen for them. This week they've got to, I think try and get something out of Douglas Royal because the teams that are around them, they need to be able to take the points away uh, from them. But Douglas Royal, if they're full strength, Dominic McCarry, Brennan playing in there, Holly Jackson, congratulations to him. Last week playing FC Isle of Man. Um, it shows what quality they've got in there. So I'm going to go for Douglas Royal just to sneak it. Very well. They're moving into DPS Limited Division 2. There'll be five games there and one game seems to stand out uh, straight away. Uh, Onken with several games in hand, still in with a shout of pushing towards those promotion places. They're coming up against undefeated Foxdale, Tony. And relentless Foxdale at the moment because uh, they're playing really well and uh, looking forward to watch this one. I'm glad you've sent me to this one, Rob. And uh, the stadium hopefully um, is in good condition, you know, with the weather that we've had. But I just, uh, you know, Onken, they scored... You know, some good goals against good sides, but then, you know, last week it was a real bit of a struggle for them. So that's why I'm going to go for Foxdale. Jay Chatwood there, Jason Chalmers in there, Charlie Harrison. I just think they're going to prove too strong for them, and that's why I've gone for them. And not forgetting, of course, four other games taking place in DPS Limited Division 2. Uh, Tony, let's get your thoughts on uh, Castletown versus Governors Athletic, uh, Maloo versus Ramsey Youth Centre and Old Boys, Douglas and District versus Gyms, and Paul Rose against Douglas High School Old Boys. Right, let's look at the top of the uh, table first and uh, Castletown. You've got to go for Castletown against Governors Athletic, but they're prepping up now, uh, ready for that uh, semi final in the uh, Woods Cup, which is on the 23rd of uh, March. So, all the players are battling for that one, so I'm going to go for Castown to win. Uh, Malou against uh, Ramsey Centre and Old Boys. I think uh, Malou might just sneak this one, so go with Malou. Douglas and District against uh, Jim's. I'll go with Douglas and District. And uh, Paul Rose against Douglas High School Old Boys. I just think Old Boys will be too much for them and uh, Old Boys to take the points. Very well. Let's take a quick look through the uh, combination leagues as well. So five games this weekend in Canada Life Combination 1. Yeah, Air against uh, Braddon. I'll uh, go with Air to take the points in that. I think they'll just be a bit too strong for them. St John's and Laxey should be a close affair. Uh, I'm going to go for St John's just to uh, win that. Rushing against Ramsey. Ding dong this one, isn't it? When you look at that uh, Combination 1 league uh, table, this has got everything at it and it's a I was shame. wondering what metaphor you were going to use for this one <laughs> uh, continue I, I just uh, it's a shame we couldn't cover it but we can't get back in their uh, time but current form I've just got to go with Russian but this is going to be full blown because the league's going to I think decide on this one so we'll go for uh, Russian Peel against uh, Union Mills I'm going to go for Union Mills uh, they're doing well in this league and uh, Douglas Royal against Moran Moran to take victory and then five games as well in DPS Limited, combination two. Yeah, Michael against uh, Douglas Athletic. Douglas Athletic got one or two good players in there. I've noticed they've just, well, they've had them signed for a couple of months now. Uh, so I'm going to go for them to win. Uh, Governors Athletic against uh, Castletown. Go for Castletown. Foxdale against Onken. Onken will be too strong. Ramsey Centre against Malou. I'll go with Ramsey Centre. And uh, Jim's against Douglas and District. I think Douglas and District will just have enough to take the win. And then quickly taking a look at Sunday, at three games in the Canada Life Women's League, all kicking off at two o'clock. Yeah, Malou uh, play against, uh, you know, the if you like, the Floodlet Cup uh, winners, uh, Corinthians, and uh, go for Corinthians to win. Douglas Royal against Castletown, Douglas Royal to take victory, and uh, Onken against Peel. Uh, Onken, I've got good players in there, so they can mix it with them. Uh, this could be the only chance maybe uh, Corinthians have of uh, winning that league. I know they've still got games to go, but if Onken could take points, it would open it up. But I'm going to go for Peel to win. 
And last but certainly not least, two games on Sunday afternoon in the Masters football as well. Yeah, Laxey against uh, Douglaston District. Go with uh, Laxey and Peel against Governors Athletic. I've said it before, Governors Athletic impressed me when I saw them a couple of weeks ago playing. Uh, but I think uh, Peel's squad and the players that they've got available will be too strong. Tony Mepham, thank you very much indeed. Manx Radio Sport. Turning our attention to rugby now, and this Saturday sees a long-awaited homecoming for Vagabonds Ladies, who will be back at Bala Fletcher for only their third home match on Saturday. Meanwhile, Douglas are on the road in Regional 2 Northwest in a contest which, on paper at least, means they'll have a tricky obstacle to overcome to claim a result. Uh, with the two matches on the card this weekend, we caught up as ever with our rugby correspondent Dave Christian to get his thoughts. In Regional 2 Northwest, Douglas will have a difficult time, I think, away at Bowden. Back in November, Bowden came to Portishee. Douglas hadn't started very well. I think they'd lost their first four on the trot. Bowden were one of the early front runners in the standings in Regional 2 Northwest. Douglas were actually winning 26-23 with four minutes to go and then a late try from Bowden saw them take the points. It's difficult to say how it's going to go since Christmas. Bowden have just fallen away a little bit. And the results have been up and down like a roller coaster. They've beaten Birkenhead Park, the league leaders, but they've also lost to Winnington Park, who are below Douglas in the standings. Whatever it is, Bowden had some problems and have lost to teams that you wouldn't have expected them to lose to. They are still, however, in third place. They're going to be formidable on their home ground. And Douglas just been struggling with injuries for the last few games. Picked up four in an away game just a few weeks ago. Couple back for this weekend, Cole Markle Ferns who is an outstanding rugby player and can play just about any position in the forwards and the backs. Douglas had called him up just to give them some bench cover. This weekend, travelling away, they've got a decent squad. Simon Hodenot in training for the London Marathon. He's in as fit as he's ever going to be. A uh, big ball carrier for them up front and a solid man in the scrimmage. Owen Carvin comes back into the side. We've got Cal Denter who has got through the concussion protocols. These guys coming back into the side. They will miss Liam Kirkpatrick from the back row, but James Good and Angus Wheeler are there, and those guys will more than adequately plug the gaps. So things are looking good on paper. Sam McCourt's going to get a run at fullback as well, an exciting player with the ball in hand. Douglas are going away reasonably confident here, but remember that uh, results haven't gone their way. They've had those injury problems, and you're looking at the form book, you've got a fancy a Bowden win. But uh, Phil Kringle's lads can come back uh, with anything from this. It'll be a little Brucey bonus for them. The other game on the card this weekend is in uh, women's NC1 Northwest. Vagabonds ladies haven't had a home game since Broughton Park at the beginning of December. So uh, they're well overdue a game this weekend. They've not been going well in women's NC1 Northwest. They are bottom of the table and in the transition season, uh, they've been struggling with results with some of the older players dropping out of the game and new younger players coming in who don't necessarily have the experience of playing league rugby. Their opponents this week, Didsbury Tock H. Didsbury not been going so well either, to be honest. They're just a couple of places above Vagabonds. I think three wins from eight outings. Vagabonds will fancy their chances here. They lost 29-5 in the away leg. If the ladies can get a full side out there at Bella Fletcher, uh, they should give Didsbury some problems. A couple of great promising players in there as well. Malin Campbell, uh, I watched her against Broughton Park in the centres that day. Uh, she's going to be packing down in the back row of the scrum this weekend. And uh, wherever she gets ball, she uh, looks like she's going to be a threat. And... 
defensively uh, she can put in the big hits as well. We've got uh, Ella Goodwin-Jones coming back into the front row. She missed the trip to Liverpool's at Helens two weeks ago. And Sammy McDonald they'll miss probably at scrum half, but they do have uh, veterans coming into the side. Sophia Birchall will be there and thereabouts. Alana Farragher, a name I've not seen on Team Chief for a little while either. Leona McGovern's going to skip on the side wearing the 10 jersey for Lauren Ellison who is uh, unable to play. It's unfortunate for the team. They're going to have to make do and mend. And Leona McGovern, she played in the centres, partnered up with Jules Harrison last season. She'll be more than adequate cover in the 10 jersey. Can Bangabon's ladies do it? I don't know. My fingers are crossed. On paper, you've got to fancy the visitors for this one, Didsbury Chock, but Vagabond's home advantage. The girls have been working very, very hard. They've got the Unity Dance School coming down for some pre-match cheerleading as well and kick off a Bala Fletcher for this game unseasonably early. It's one o'clock tomorrow. I will be there to cover that one for Saturday Live. Manx Radio Sport. And last but certainly not least this evening, taking a look at hockey and the semi-finals of the Isle of Man Cup competitions are in the spotlight this weekend. Four teams remain in each of the five competitions, the Men's Cup, Ladies' Cup, Men's Plate, Ladies' Plate and Ladies' Bowl, all knowing they're just one step away from a place in a final. So how do the teams stack up for tomorrow's showdowns? I spoke with our hockey correspondent Ben Cunningham to find out. The focus is on both Cup and League action. We're going to take a look at the games taking place at the respective venues. We'll start at the National Sports Centre. 11 o'clock is in the ladies' plate, and that sees Backers B up against Vikings B, Ben. Of course, Vikings, Ladies B are currently top of Ladies Division 1. Backers, Ladies B are just behind. I think Vikings, Ladies are just looking too strong at the moment. 12.30, it's a men's cup action, and it sees Vikings, Men's A up against Castletown A, and Ben, will Castletown fancy their chances? I think they will, after Vikings losing last week. Vikings, they will definitely want to make sure that they get their momentum back. Big game ahead for both teams, and then straight after that from the Men's Cup to the Ladies' Cup, Backers A and Vikings A. This is going to be a big game because this game was played last weekend and Backers A come out on top. Vikings will be really looking to get revenge for the defeat that they suffered in the league and they'll hope that Backers cannot end their cup run. The final game at the NSC, 3.30 is league action. The under-15s league, Harlequins up against Castletown Sabres. Yeah, this will be a really good game. Castletown Sabres have looked really good, as have Harlequins. I'm on the fence here. Then let's take a look at the games out west at QE2 in Peel. The early pushback is 11 o'clock in the Ladies' Cup and that sees Valkyrie's A up against Castletown A. I've got this down as a fixture of the day in the Ladies' Cup. Castletown Ladies A have got their form back. Valkyrie's Ladies as well are looking really good. These two teams though are level pegging in the Ladies' Premier League so a lot riding on this game. Straight from the Ladies' Cup to the Men's Cup at QE2 at 12.30. Two sides evenly matched on paper. Valkyrie's A and Backers A. Backers A will be on high after getting that win over Vikings Men's A last week in the league Valkyrie's men's A suffered a defeat to Harlequin's men's A in the league so they might be licking their wounds this weekend I think backers men's A will be looking really strong and uh, go go for the win League action after that comes in men's division 2 at 2 o'clock at QE2 and that's Valkyrie's C up against backers D These two are very well matched Valkyrie's full of uh, youth however backers D are full of senior and experienced players from uh, days gone past so it'll be a good game but I think Valkyrie's C will uh, come out on 
on top on that one. And then uh, rounding off things at QE2 on Saturday, 3.30, it's the under-15s league, Vikings versus Valkyries. Valkyries are absolutely having a field day the last couple of fixtures, scoring at least six-plus goals. So big task for Vikings here this weekend. And then down to the south, we've got uh, three games at Castle Russian High School. The first off at 11am on Saturday is in the ladies' plate, and that's Castletown D up against Vikings C. Castletown D, league leaders of Ladies Division 2 against Vikings Ladies C, who've had a mixed bag of results, but hope that they can probably have a good cup run here in the Ladies Bowls. So it'll be a good game, this. Straight after that at 12.30 at Castle Russian, Castletown Men's B up against Vikings Men's C in the men's plate. Vikings C uh, looking really good in the league. Castletown Men's B are in that relegation battle. But they could give Vikings C a a good uh, test here. We'll see what happens on the day. And straight after that at 2 o'clock is the Ladies Plate and that sees Castletown C up against Valkyries B. Valkyries Ladies B, mixed bag of results. Castletown Ladies C, of course, they can cause surprises. And I wonder whether Castletown Ladies C could pull up a surprise here in the Ladies Plate. And then up in the north of the island, finally, at Ramsey Grammar School, three games at 12.30, the first one there in the Ladies Bowl. And that's at Ramsey B up against Valkyries C. Two very evenly uh, matched sides again. Uh, this could be a very close game. Possibly might go to flicks, I reckon, this one. And then uh, we have at 2 o'clock in the men's plate at Ramsey Grammar School is Vikings B up against Ramsey A. Yeah, these two sides are very much evenly matched in men's division one. Uh, Vikings B just below Ramsey A and of course Ramsey A played them last week and got the victory so they'll be on a high and they'll know that they can probably go and get the victory again this weekend and last but certainly not least 3.30 at Ramsey Grammar School in the under 15s league backers against Ramsey Rogues and Rascals Ramsey Rogues and Rascals have been performing well backers have been having a good run so far so a very uh, close match ahead and I think backers will probably just come out on top that's all we have time for on Friday Sport Preview this week. Many thanks to my guests as always, Tony Meppham, Dave Christian and Ben Cunningham. Have yourself a wonderful Friday and a wonderful weekend as always as well. Chris Kinley is here with you next. But from me until next time, it's bye for now. Manx Radio Sport.